Good morning. Welcome to the morning commentary for Monday, November 22nd. I'm Robin Chapman. Today we're going to talk a little bit about the BC Rail um, and flooding out in BC there, as well as some canola and Red Spring markets. So let's get into it. First and foremost, um, obviously BC's had a a pretty big catastrophe, as we all know, with um, the recent flooding and, and damage um, on the going into the Vancouver uh, Lower Mainland, um, and and as far as agriculture goes, we've got CN and CP both unable to ship product, um, which obviously anytime we're not allowed a- able to ship um, rail supply, um, that will have an impact on agriculture by pushing grain back, as well as um, on costs of you know barges sitting out on the on the coast that cannot be filled. So um, on the positive, we've got uh, most line companies should have enough supply sitting there to fill. Um, nearby demand Um, and then you know CN and CP have also kind of guaranteed that you know short term you know within 10 days even we could see rail um, come back to some sort of um, you know capacity moving product so this should be somewhat short term Um, however there will be a pushback and a little bit of a setback that is unknown Um, and I would continue to coach growers that you know space and movement in Canada is always a premium and the market is really inverted on most commodities so it's kind of telling you to deliver now um, anyway and uh, there's lots of opportunities in the spot pits and uh, you know things to take advantage of from a price and a movement perspective so um, you know have you moved your green canola or your bin that you're worried that has a little bit of green seed in it that might heat have you um, covered all your cash flow needs you know having a plan for movement first and then targeting the futures um, probably a good plan right now you know, canola markets um, on exports were about 50% behind last year in Canada uh, from movement, um, 8% behind on crush. And so what's happened there is that Canadian uh, canola has been overvalued in the global marketplace. As we all know, um, the market came in and got um, Aussie seed, it got European Union seed when it would normally get from Canada. And with a low crop, um, we've had a, a, a limited amount of farmer selling. So um, that demand, um, you know, globally is still Still there. We are still tight rape and oilseed products and crush, um, you know, needs. But when that comes back to the market is looking um, further down the pipeline because it's been filled, um, as I said, by the May teeth in the EU. So think about January forward, maybe even March forward for that demand to come back. Now, the issue that canola is running into is that it continues to be overvalued. Um, Australia has a surplus and they're about 50% sold of their, say, five to six million metric ton crop. Now, if they have delays, which we're hearing coming out of Australia of moving product, um, what means is what it means is that if they're 50% sold and they're having delays moving product, that supply is going to be able to come into the market, you know, throughout the year and and maybe further down the pipeline than we anticipated. When that demand globally needs to fill um, some some more sales, so um, basically expect Aussie seed and Canadian canola to continue to compete, um, even you know when that demand comes back, and that really does paint the picture that canola is overvalued in the global marketplace, um, and um, Obviously, anything that's overvalued, uh, supply and demand will correct themselves to find an equilibrium where we can actually sell into. So um, worth watching and and worth thinking that, you know, when canola's rallied like $100, you know, we hit 1030 um, off the Jan futures, which was a new record. And now we've come down a little bit. Um, you know, it's it's worth thinking that maybe I take some of that risk and some of that premium off the table um, while I've got it in the upfront months. 
Red Spring, uh, we're about 37% behind uh, last year's pace on exports. Uh, we recently rallied um, on the, the March contract to 1060, which was like a 10-year high. And then we've now come down uh, close to 10 and then have been kind of in the middle there trading in a channel looking for direction. Um, the bulls continue to run off short supply in the milling wheat uh, sector um, and undervaluations in the Chicago and Kansas City pits. Also on order flow, so um, a lot of tariffs have been coming in the last few weeks to buy seed um, and, and secure some supplies. Uh, we've also got fund activity pushing that market up and driving it down and then pushing it up. Um, and as I mentioned, wheat is, continues to be tight. So we are in tight supply and that should continue. Um, one watch out would be that we continue to get some reports of Russia and other companies or countries, sorry, uh, posting that next year and, and seeding intentions are, are well ahead of this year and are going to expect to have um, quite a, a, a bit more produced than they did this year. So that could eventually put a damper on the wheat market. Another damper on the wheat market might be these COVID um, emergencies in, in Europe, which is kind of bullish and bearish at the same time. So if COVID lockdowns come into Germany again, or anywhere in the EU, um, you know, that last time it happened was bullish wheat, um, because of flour. Um, you know, when COVID lockdowns happened, everybody went out and bought flour, driving the market up. Um, so it, it was a little bit bullish wheat, but the problem with milling, um, and these COVID lockdowns is that it really just it switches when the market um, normally would move. And so you might have demand come in later than expected or earlier than expected and really shift things around. So it's kind of a bull and a bear at the same time. So watching COVID reemergence will be big on wheat, um, but really lots of opportunities and, and still a bullish uh, sentiment in the wheat market. We are trading in that channel. Um, good, some good spot opportunities and inverted market means, you know, maybe thinking about selling now or, or your movement plans. So that's it for me for this week. Thank you.